0: Satnam, beautiful sovereign woman. Satnam, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here, Satnam. What if instead of asking why the addiction, we asked why the pain? Addiction comes in many forms alcohol, drugs, relationships, shopping, Netflix. What is addiction? Today on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, we're going to be looking at how cold depression is the root cause of addiction and how to compassionately, compassionately approach it in order to heal it and not relapse. Satnam, beautiful goddesses, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show. I am Jyoti Rajip Kaur. I was actually born Veronica Barragan with a double R. Still roll it. And I'm the founder of Satori Wellness and Spirituality and the Sovereign Women Academy, which is an eight-week group coaching program to overcome cold depression. And to transform your life, and this is our movement of beautiful women of goddesses taking their sovereignty back by self-healing and breaking ancestral karmic cycles in their lineage. So nam and thank you so so much for being here. If you're catching this live here on Instagram or on Facebook, I just want to send you all so much love on this beautiful of uh, five a uh, five a uh, five five like it's like a quadruple five 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 five, five energy. Uh, today is cinco de mayo. Or Cinco or or Drinko de Mayo, which is when my sister sent us a message early in the morning, already thinking about her margaritas like at six o'clock in the morning. That's the first message we received from her this morning about how today was Cinco or Drinko de Mayo or something like that. But beyond Drinko de Mayo, it is also today 5555 energy, which is an energy of transformation. 555 always signifies portals that open up for what for you to actually change and a lot of people are afraid of change but change is inevitable because if you're not growing you're dying and uh, these dates they carry a a frequency that then carries an energetic impact on our psychology and there's a lot of great numerologists like uh, Remington Donovan he's in on Instagram I love his work his uh, uh, handle I think is the um, mystical arts, and it might have an underscore somewhere in there, but he's awesome as it relates to numerology, and he really explains how this year is a number five year. So it has the frequencies of five, which then today being five five, it just carries more power for like manifestation, for for alignment, for healing, for transformation. If you're in tune, because that's the thing that most people are so not in touch with uh, with the rhythmic nature of of even mother earth or, or the cosmos, like astrology, you know, astrology was one of the most is the most ancient science. And it was actually considered the same as astronomy back in ancient times, the same equivalent of of wisdom. And it wasn't until later that people started to really uh, demean it. But these are all ways that you can actually use these, uh, portals of energy to look at your life and to do the inner work to go within because going within is, is another dimension. It's not a place. It's literally a access point to, to reaching higher levels of consciousness so that you can heal, transform and, and, and catch the downloads because spirituality and the inner work that we do is not something you really do. It's something that you catch. It's something that you just surrender to and you don't, create attachments or, 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 or give specifics as to what you want as an outcome, because then you're doing it all wrong. Right. And so we've been talking this week about cold depression, and I've been sharing with you all my journey. I started earlier in the week, you can catch the replays anywhere. Uh, You best like to catch them even by video. Now, if you want to catch them uh, on Facebook as well, but uh, you know, cold depression, like I was talking to you all, about is something that is really, really affecting humanity right now. And it's affecting humanity even more than a year ago. And I've been seeing how it has uh, now really gone. It doesn't even discriminate age. It doesn't discriminate. In fact, our younger uh, generations are, are really struggling with this. They're struggling with, with the information overload and not having, and I'm not saying to, to completely take away technology from all of us what i'm saying is, is that learn what it does to and then incorporate something that will basically allow you to thrive in this age of consciousness because back in the day we didn't have the phone and we didn't have the information overload that is deteriorating the brain now we do so what do we do then we include something that's right because the phone in itself is an addiction and that's what we're talking about today specifically, you know, I've been talking to you about cold depression and yesterday we talked a little bit about what happens when you are going through cold depression. A lot of people don't know they're going through it and how you get into really risky behaviors, uh, financial relationships, you know, um, things of that nature, go check out the replays, but also how it is really literally the root cause of addiction, how, cold depression is the root cause of addiction and if we address the cold depression then we can actually raise into frequency change transform a lot of the different ailments that are happening because of the cold depression which include of course the addiction the feeling numb in the body and the feeling like you're going through a really serious existential crisis where life doesn't mean anything feeling that you are addicted to adrenaline and you you can't find coherence and peace at home you can't be with yourself at all and so you do all these risky activities to 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 get you to forget and and that's remember what we talked about yesterday a society that is rewarded by acting that way until what happens until you they can no longer sustain that life and the nervous system breaks down and then we have physical disease we have uh, mental disease serious mental disease which is what's happening right now and we have marriages that are broken and and so many different uh, problems that trickle down from not addressing the cold depression now with addiction that's that's a, a obvious as to why we would become addicted and I kind of alluded to it yesterday and gave you an understanding of How, but today I want to share with you also the scientific aspect of addiction that helped me really understand it and and transcend it with the holistic tools, with the energy work, with the inner work, with the meditations. And that's where people, you know, assume meditation is something that you know just I'm supposed to be relaxed. When in fact, it is preventive medicine as well as medicine to rewire and heal the deteriorated brain. So I want to give you first and what you may be going through that starts with an addiction, of course, ends up as this ultimate root cause of the cold depression. Give you a scientific aspect of perception of it, but as well as a yogic perspective, which is the same in the end. And also look at how, how do we actually fix it? How do we overcome it? Because that is why right now we have such low success rates in healing addiction through traditional therapy, through rehab centers where, You lock people up and take away the substances. You know, those have such low success rates for huge reasons, which after today, you'll understand why that is. The other thing is to understand that addiction comes in many shapes and forms, like I was talking about here at the beginning, you know, we may always assume that an addiction, and maybe you're listening to this because you're wanting to help someone that may be going through an addiction, which will help you. But uh addictions are not just like alcohol or drugs, right? The obvious. Addictions are thought forms and programs, right? The hustler, I need to hustle, otherwise my life, money doesn't come easily to me. The I'm not worthy, the the wounds, because to be honest with you, when you when I really look at this metaphysics of addiction, not the what 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 a therapist or a doctor would say, right? When the metaphysics, when I look at that, I really see it, uh, a, a a desire of connection with the divinity, right? With with something higher than yourself, and you're trying to recreate that experience outside of you. So, learning to be compassionate and in, in all that that you're experiencing, and the first thing is, and one of the things that you really really need to understand to do is transforming your thoughts even around an addiction, because again. It could be the thought forms. It could be a substance. But right away, as a society, we're told, if you are addicted, you're bad. So the first thing that happens is that even if we know we're addicted to something, whatever that is, we deny it. And that's what we were talking about last week, remember, on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast, which you all can go talk, check out the replays. It it's about the shadows, right? So first of all, when <laughs> we're told as a society... If you have an addiction, you are basically broken and something's wrong with you. So what do we do? We lie to ourselves and we hide the addiction, right? So then what's happening is that we're shameful around it. We're guilty. And the metaphysics around it also that I have seen is that, yes, it's this divinity connection with the divinity, but that also it's all perfect. And that I know and I believe that we are all born with one specific ancestral wound that we must learn to overcome in this world. And there are several wounds, there are five that are mentioned that I've really learned about, which include guilt, which include lack of forgiveness. And I have seen these wounds play out in my grandmother, in my own mother, where I become aware of them. And I have seen how those wounds can equal the addiction, can equal that lack of connection to the soul, which equals that cold depression, right? so metaphysically we have these wounds the emotions that we incarnate with to graduate from and there's nothing wrong with them we we judge them as wrong it for me the addiction to alcohol was always a desire to connect to the divinity which led me closer to the divinity ultimately in this physical incarnation because it led me on my path to healing it led me on my path to connecting to kundalini yoga and meditation it led me on my path to deliver my dharma which i'm here so why would i judge my addiction to alcohol as something bad if it in fact was what was here to liberate me into what i'm here to do but most of us that are in the addiction phase we are not accepting it and that could be again netflix shopping you could feel you could anything that you're doing out of integrity that you are hiding it's a shadow right those, those things that you're doing repetitively to what? To numb yourself, either numb yourself from the overwhelming existential crisis you're really going through and the lack of disconnect from the soul, right? Or you are using these addictions to stimulate because you're so dead inside, right? And then you're so unfulfilled. You know, you might have the uh, 16 cars, but you hate your job or your employees and your business and you're getting ready to have a heart attack. Because what you do is you wake up in the morning, you eat, you know, the first thing that's in front of you, maybe some Doritos and by 10 o'clock you're asking, you know, if it's a happy hour somewhere, you know, and you're maybe and how many people right now not to judge at all this is again a compassionate awareness but I have been hearing. Of more and more people relapsing especially because they're working from home and like it becoming you know normal that they start drinking you know at nine o'clock in the morning or earlier and earlier there's so many fun uh, videos on tiktok and um and different places like instagram reels where The you know they're having a zoom meeting and and inside the cup there's vodka and stuff like that and it's like seven o'clock in the morning which they're hilarious i get it and i'm i'm all for that you know but at the same time the reality is that a lot of people are relapsing right now and a lot of people are struggling with these addictions right and and the truth is is that the shame and their lack of acceptance because you know, we our egos are so conniving, our program from especially as children, they like to convince us <laughs> of why not to meditate, why not to get up early, why to stay up and have that extra martini or extra you know, glass of wine, or just you worked hard, you deserve it, you know, and there's, it's so, it's such a way for us to really stay away from our essence and our truth here in this world, right? And so it becomes a pattern that we just literally succumb to. And if we are not aware, if we're not self-aware, and we don't activate the wise watcher through the inner work, these addictions can govern our life. And that's exactly, Lizzie says she feels attacked, you know, it's because we all go through it and it's either, again, it doesn't have to always be alcohol. It could be food. It could be a, a toxic relationship. And, and all of us know, that's the one thing, you know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> do you want to accept it is another reason, is another thing, right? And that's why, like we were talking about yesterday in our Course in Miracles class. And Nancy was saying, was saying this, that it's true, that it's, it's when people say they don't want to meditate, it's not because, oh, they say that it's because they don't, they can't go into a coma or they can't go within. No, it's because they don't want to face themselves. You know, they don't want to face the BS the stories that, that they've been telling themselves, because I don't think there's, not all the time is it a mystical uh, experience in my meditations and in my chanting. And most of the times I'm I'm doing the shadow work, uh, facing those emotions, processing, singing to my frustration, to my rage, aligning, right? Processing all those emotions, just like a computer. So so it's, it's it's awareness with compassion. So the first step, obviously, is understanding that addiction beyond it being behavioral, it's so much more than that. And it is, has to do with deterioration of the brain. Now, if you really think about addiction, and I can tell you this because anybody that I've helped or I know of that has gone through serious addiction they've had also really serious childhood problems like trauma right and so and I've worked with uh, people that have gone through really severe situations right and 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 what I see as a pattern is what happens is if, if if they're a child and they've had physical abuse or if they had sexual abuse what happens is that they feel frustrated. They feel ashamed. They feel like weak because they wish they could have done or said something. So that shame and that weakness and that guilt and that inability to speak up, you know, all those frustrating feelings is what they carry with them. So that's what they're trying to numb. And so it's not asking what is the why the addiction, why the pain, why the pain, because addiction is a response to suffering. And if as a society, we shifted our consciousness about this, we would be more compassionate with people that were going through addiction and they would ultimately find a way to do this. And this is exactly what the approach we took. Like I was sharing with you all, even the family member of ours that was going through their own addiction, I approached him and I told him I knew what was happening in his brain. You know, ultimately, what and we know this in yogic science, the pituitary gland and the pineal gland, they're not communicating. Why are they not communicating? And why do you have an addiction? It's not behavioral. What happens is if you've been through emotional trauma, right, that means that we now know the science shows emotions are energy in motion and they physically deteriorate your brain and they're continuing to deteriorate your brain if you don't process those emotions and what happened so the pituitary gland and the pineal gland which are these two glands that lie one in the middle of the brain right under and one the other right underneath the hypothalamus right in in the center one is known as the master gland the other one is known as the um, seat of the soul in essence uh, the connection to to the highest consciousness, but even beyond mystically, scientifically, these two glands stop working. So if they stop communicating with each other, those patterns, addictive patterns, they're impossible to break because they're not secreting the chemicals that the body needs for them to function correctly, which messes up the rest of the system. So addictions are physically deteriorating the brain, and it's not something that's behavioral only, and it's something that must be addressed energetically. And we can regrow the brain. I've been talking, this is how, this is why I knew that the meditations I was doing were healing my addiction and were healing my, because it was getting to the root cause. It was getting to the root cause, which was the brain. My pineal gland and my pituitary gland were not working correctly. They were not talking to each other. So I applied specific meditations again, didn't go into a coma, right, face myself, I still do this, and even with the um, the family member that was going through uh, his own addiction, first of all, approaching him with a lot of compassion and telling him, hey, I know what's going on in your brain, man, here, I know, like, we know, and not seeing it as a problem, not seeing him as a problem, then allowing the space, you know, my husband then, uh, like I told you all, it was a series of now, I think it's been 30 to 40 days now, completely clean, but waking up at the morning, four 30 in the morning, going to the gym, five o'clock in the morning, six in the morning, coming back, um, and meditating with an addiction meditation and, and completely being clean now. Why? Because we got to the root cause. Number one, we approached it with compassion, Number two, we actually are meditating so that we can create new neural plastic, uh, neuro, new basically neural pathways in the brain, new streets where the pituitary gland and the pineal gland are talking to each other even more by a little bit. And guess what? They're secreting so that the uh, triggers or the habits of wanting to go and get whatever, whether that is the drug or the alcohol or whether that is, you know, Netflix or whatever that is. And that's how the person healed, completely healed. And, and why do rehab places not work? Because you th- throw away the key. You make the person feel bad of what they did. You put them around other people that are going through really bad stuff. Who knows, right? You, you put them in a place where other people are going through horrible places. Most of the places are not connected to nature. They're, they're in like a, a psych ward. You, uh, many of them brainwash them and, 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 and cut their hair and do crazy shit. It's all what to program them. And then you take it away from them, the substance without any compassion. Of course, the minute that they get out of there and then you didn't address the root cause, which was the brain. You took the substance away, but you didn't apply a meditation so that you, they wouldn't go, the, the, uh, glands would start working again. And then they come back into life and we wonder why they relapse again. I mean, it's obvious. It's almost assured that they're going to relapse. Why? Because people are not going to support them out here. They've been in there. They don't have a job. There's pressure of this time. And we didn't address the brain. We didn't address the brain. So it's not a miracle that I healed and that our family member healed from a really sick of, uh bad addiction. It's he did the work and I did the work and all of us can do the work, but you got to do the work there's no magic pill for healing addiction right now and so many people are even running to the amazon jungle and or trying um uh plant medicines which is fantastic if you have an integration of posts and we're going to talk about that next week because i have a fantastic um, teacher who's going to be here from costa rica who's going to talk about plant medicines and and the ceremonies that she does but if you think that's going to cure you it's in the hat because you need to address the brain, it might give you the moment of awareness that you need and the key. But if you don't have integration tools to help you, you're gonna go back to those habits. You're gonna go back to those programs because you have to continue to retrain the brain. If you've had severe emotional trauma as a child, if you had severe like physical trauma, you know, as a or a sexual. Uh, Trauma as a child, you have to continue the work of healing the brain. You have to continue the work of doing the meditations so that they can continue to help you because it's not linear and it's not overnight like I told you all I've been on this journey since two thousand eight, and it wasn't until I found Kundalini yoga, which was back in 20, what 2017 that the healing circle came fully home that I was able to fully heal from that so Put the work in, and that's what happens. So addiction, again, understanding and having compassion—it's not behavioral only. The brain is is physically deteriorated. Come approaching yourself with compassion with it, whatever you're addicted to. It's not just substances. All of us need an addiction meditation. All of my family—they all practice the addiction meditation. My husband, my two sons, and myself. It's simple. It's three minutes. And it does the work because it actually works specifically on the glands, on the pineal glands. And why do we do this? Because you have other addictions. You, you, if you, That's the whole thing. Again, denying your shadows. You think you don't have any, right? Accepting and knowing that you might have addictions to programs. Maybe you're addicted to thoughts of lack all the time. I'm not thinking you have enough money or that you will never find or, or deserve or are worthy of love. Because ultimately, like I told you all, we are dealing with ancestral wounds, deep ancestral wounds that we all incarnate into this world. And we shouldn't see them as negative or bad. You know, they could be addiction. It could be lack of forgiveness. It could be lack of self-worth, all of these different things, right? The thing is, is that if you wouldn't have that wound, you wouldn't have been incarnated into your body and be here because this is a university where you come how to learn how to love yourself unconditionally and accept yourself unconditionally. And those that have graduated mean that like Jesus, like Buddha, all the great sages, Mary Magdalene, all of those great sages, what they did is they accepted themselves unconditionally and they graduated and they don't have to repeat this life over and over again. You get to repeat it again because you get to learn the lesson of self-love. So that addiction that you are so ashamed of is literally what is trying to liberate you into unconditional acceptance, into liberation, and into sovereignty. So instead of seeing it as something negative, the first step you need to do is acceptance and stop denying it and stop lying to yourself. Because there are thought systems, there are substances, there are food, there are toxic relationships. There are things within us that we reject that we try to pretend they're not there that ultimately are what chases as ghosts in this incarnation and don't allow us to truly live a life of sovereignty and a liberation because somebody who accepts themselves fully with all of their shadows and their light that's somebody who is fully in their satnam and people love being around those kind of people you've been it's not it's not about being perfect like I told you, one of my favorite teachers, spiritual teachers, Shogam Trumpa, where my son attended university in Boulder for um, a couple of years ago. Shogam Trumpa, incredible, mystical, beautiful, just connected to the divinity. He drank alcohol. In many of the lectures he did, he was drinking alcohol. And again, I'm, n- I'm never going to touch alcohol again in my life. That doesn't mean I'm going to touch it. But that where we 're wrong is we judge, we judge, and we think that perfect has to look a certain way, and we try to be like someone else that 's not what this is about. What this is about is about you being brutally honest with yourself and you knowing what addictions you have that you know that don 't serve you anymore. Alcohol might be for some people, for me it 's not, and it will never be for me again because I was the wound that I came to incarnate with, to break in my lineage, in my lineage of many, many years of lots of lineage of cycles of alcoholism in my family. And that's, and I received this through meditation, like I've shared with you all before. I received this through connection through my grandfathers. And so I took the, the uh, journey and I said yes to the journey. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life because the level of confidence and the level of power that you get once you actually heal from these things that you thought were your biggest hindrances is insane it's 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 something you can't describe it's humbling it's it's something that gets you up every day in the morning knowing that your potential that you barely tapped into it and it gets you excited about life which is something that's something to be so valued right now during a time when so many people are afraid to live so many people are so confused as to why they incarnated or what they're here to do so overall the reason that cold depression becomes the root cause of addiction is because ultimately we are seeking and craving the connection with the divinity and we are responding through addiction from suffering from some type perhaps of trauma something that has happened in our life whether that was a child or whether that was a adult, whenever that is happening, whether it's happening now, right? Understanding that addiction physically deteriorates the brain and that we need to do the inner work of meditation. There's no magic pill to rewire the brain, to really get to the root cause so that the addiction and the habits don't come back is key. And that if we can do that compassionately, especially right now during a time where people are going through some really serious addictions and my heart goes out to all of you, uh, especially to our younger generation so much love to you all I saw this miracle myself with my own eyes so I I am I know it's possible and my husband has been talking about like putting together a group like where he can help like younger kids that actually are going through these issues and and helping them and even giving them employment and one of the things that that's key about the healing also is that he's always outdoors and being in nature so incorporating those programs to that so me being able to see how quickly this work can take an impact on someone's life from something that I thought was very difficult to overcome has just given me a whole other level of gratitude to be able to see what's possible To be able to see what's possible when we actually take these approaches and I just want to say to anybody out there that may be going through an addiction, whether that's a substance, whether that's some kind of toxicity that they know that is no longer good for them in their life that my goodness that you just even listening to this or you just even having the awareness that you no longer want it in in your life that in itself is the willingness for the universe to truly move everything out of its way to align you to that right path. And I promise you that if you're listening to this, that there's so much more than hope, that there is this incredible opportunity for you actually to break through. Because if anything, one of the beautiful things that we're ignoring as we evolve in this age of Aquarius are the quantum leaps and healing that are gonna be happening. You know, there's so much happening that's gonna be healing that's gonna be happening with plant medicine, Um, I just shared something about psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy where MAPS got approved by the FDA uh, very soon to start being able to literally open up clinics and have these incredible sessions with people to help them through psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy. But the key here is that they're doing it in such a responsible way and they have integration. They have pre- and post-integration. That's why this is not something that you just like do and think it's gonna just heal you magically. No, this is serious work and 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 it's work that it needs to be taken respectfully, especially the inner work where you're you're going within and, and you're you're opening up to to things that perhaps you haven't opened for a long time. So a lot of respect if you're on this journey and and know that there's so many things to look forward to. I have so much excitement as as we see so many of the things that are trickling down and mental health. And natural healing and even sound healing and all these different things that it's really really exciting ladies so stay sovereign really stay in these high frequencies stay connected to communities that are doing big things like this invest in in communities that are actually helping holistically the humanity heal and transforming these are really exciting times to be alive and I hope you can feel this excitement within me because I'm really really excited so this has been a really important week for us to really understand what cold depression is and understand if perhaps we may ourselves be going through it, or maybe we are seeing someone in our family member uh, perhaps actually going through it as well, to be able to understand that we can bring healing to ourselves by going within and learning to rewire the subconscious, to bring this connection back into our bodies by learning to process maybe those things that were not so pleasant in our lives, whether that you remember them or not, and to know that there's possibilities beyond measure. That, that in itself is such, a, such an amazing way to live. Now, as I've been telling you all week, today is actually the last day that you can join us for Satori Wellness and Spirituality. This is my virtual membership community where we teach uh, three classes a week. and Really, the intention and, and our movement is about women who are integrating the inner SWC work of Kundalini Yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy to self-heal. To self heal from all of these different aspects that our soul journeys through in this thing we call life and uh, have a community of sisters that are actually there to support you so if you'd like to join us today is the last day you can join us and you can actually click on the link on my bio if you're catching this on um, Instagram if you're on facebook veronica barragan i am dot com forward slash three step framework. I did see a couple of the messages coming um on Facebook and Instagram so I promise to get back to you before midnight tonight midnight is the deadline so <clears throat> um there's a link there go to the link watch the master class the master class actually gives you an amazing overview of everything that the SWC method is who it's for who it's not for so that we don't uh, feel confused and you can ask me any questions in there as well Tonight is the last day because tonight is our first Kundalini class. These are live classes as well. Uh, But if you can't join us live, you have a replay with the portal and an app where you can go catch the replays. But since we do start tonight, um, key that you join us and you get in before the deadline. So click on the link in the bio and let me know if you are interested in that as well. We also know that Sovereign Women Academy is launching very soon, I cannot believe it, it is going to be amazing. I can't wait. 22 women originally first graduated from this academy. I learned so much from all of the breakthroughs, all of the work that we did within with these beautiful um, women. And so now we're relaunching and relaunching the academy once again, the first time ever in 2021. So right now we're not open for a moment at all, but if you are like serious. Like if this resonates, if you're someone that really is looking to overcome cold depression, because the program is extremely focused. It's a therapeutic approach based on my therapeutic training in Kundalini yoga, as well as additionally the spiritual psychotherapy. So it's my own method. It's the SWC method, and it's an intimate group coaching program there will only be 11 of us in the group coaching program and that's for a very big reason uh, very big reason which i can't explain right now but if you're interested in finding out more about this program that's going to be launching send me a dm slide up on my dms if you're on instagram you can actually click the link in my bio and you get direct access to my calendar 15 minute calls i'm taking to see if you're a good fit to kind of look over your situation as it relates to cold depression And then you can find out if you're a good fit for not. and then you can join us. This is going to be a powerful group of top, it's really designed for the nervous systems of top real estate producers, women entrepreneurs. This is the guidance. This is really designed for those that are going to be doing the work. This is why we need to do the call first to see if you're a good fit or not, as well as be part of the commitment in the satsang, which is in the community. So it is transformative. Think of it as a boot camp, um, inner work boot camp, and it will change your life. It will change your life. So send me a DM if you're interested, and then we can have a conversation about that. And again, midnight is the last time you can join us for May's collective classes. Join us this month. We're working on the mother wound, which is very sacred work, the most important work that you could ever do for any of your. Uh, daughters and for your lineage so join us there as well thank you goddesses for being here thank you for being with me on this beautiful five 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 I really do wish you all so much grace and love and compassion on this journey that we're all on. I invite you to join me again on Friday. We'll be going live again. Lizzie is going to be coming back here with me. And she says that maybe I triggered her and she was wondering if I was speaking to her and I really wasn't. I think we can all relate with everything that I've been talking about this week. So a lot of awareness, right? But I can't wait to see what she has to share with us about how perhaps cold depression has showed up in her life and what she has done to help her herself through it. So I can't wait to see you, Lizzie, on Friday, and I can't wait to see all of you. Have a blessed rest of your Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear Again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there satnam